Hey, welcome to Hey Ass Butt. Welcome. Well, here we oh, are. Come on. Are we gonna get back to screaming, Ben, in like the next season? The yeah, next time. Can, we, can that... we go back to yelling again? Because I like I I still brace myself for the yell. <laughs> hey, it's coming. I miss it, the yell. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> the next time I'm recording at home by myself, yes, I will yell at the <laughs> microphone. Yay! So. How is everyone today? It's a, uh, it's oh, oh whoa, this question wasn't for you guys. It was for our listeners. I don't care about how oh. you're doing. They can't, <laughs> they can't answer that question. How are y'all, Ben and Travis, doing today? Doing pretty good. Nice. I ate a breakfast rice bowl for breakfast. Neat. Well, it was more like brunch. It was like eleven thirty. Ah, the <laughs> brunch is a state of mind. What your life is now that you've yeah. um, living off the government's teat. Yep. <laughs> I I wanted to make a mimosa, but I only have so here is my like three possible mimosa ingredients. I have orange juice. Okay. And then I have Pinot Grigio, and then I also have one can of PBR. Is that anything? Can I mix any of those? All right, so here's what you can drink? do with it. I think so, we can do the orange juice and the Pinot Gris. <laughs> all right, so here's what we used to do back uh, when I would hang with people in Florence. Yeah. Uh, we would take orange juice uh-huh. and either PBR or Miller High Life and make redneck mimosas. Oh, orange high life, the champagne of beers. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, which from that I grew a huge love of those Stoli grapefruit beers, like the hipster oh. beer at, like out of Nashville that apparently a lot I of see. like yeah nerds drink. I guess they're tasty as fuck, and I love them, and I will always drink them if I'm at a place that has them. Uh, I I googled orange juice and beer, and the first thing that came up was two ingredient beer mosa. Yep, <laughs> PBR and orange Christ. juice. Or, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this now. Do it right My mom now. is looking down better. Oh, it's called. It's also called a brass monkey. Yep, that is a brass monkey. <laughs> oh, that's 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 what them Beastie Boys were talking about, huh? <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. When they I say thought, mix it I all thought up. they were thought they were talking about Legends of the Hidden Temple or something. So. Christ. I think part of being an adult, I think one of the best things about being an adult is that you don't have to like things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or pretend to like things or have things thrust upon you. And guys, I'm going to be honest, I'm not an orange juice person. That's yeah, yeah. fine. I like it with booze in it. Yeah. Or I, like if I need to fight off something, I will drink orange juice. See, grapefruit juice for me. I don't know. I just like I know I need to eat grapefruit, just because like it tastes bitter and angry, and that's what I am. And like deep underneath my nougaty center, there is just like a pebble of bitter and spite, and I should just like hone into that by eating grapefruit like soaked in vodka. Sure. I mean the soaked in vodka part. Yeah, yeah it exactly. sounds good actually. Yeah. I made. Um, I mean grapefruit and vodka is a classic combination. Yeah passed down through us for us through by you know Ernest Hemingway or whatever but 
whoever the fuck that was. But um, Hunter S. Thompson. Sure. Yes. Uh, they're the same person. Yeah. They are the same fucking person. I mean, you could make the argument that Bukowski and uh, Ernest Hemingway were the same person. I'm going to make the argument that all three of them are the same person, and I expect letters <laughs> by angry English. Yeah, you're going to get three letters. Nerds. W T F. Yeah, you go. you're gonna get, I'm gonna three. get two letters F U, and uh, <laughs> I stand by what I said. I also have an English degree. You can come fight me if you want. Come fight me, IRL. Meet me I outside. I don't think you're going to get anybody with an English degree coming at you. I think it's going to be people with like fake martial arts split belts. I think it's going to be people who were like, no, I've projected myself so hard into Pokrowski. I've flung myself through the wall and have hit, cracked the sound barrier. Like, I think that's who it's going to be. Yeah, like, yeah. people Fucking... who wear a bunch of scarves all year round. Scarf people. Oh. Wait, no. Are those the queers? I don't know. It could be anybody. God, the way I just said Anyone queer can right wear there. A scarf. <laughs> you don't have to be gay, Ari. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> the way I said queer right there was a hate crime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. It had a very, like... Was that the queers? <laughs> I feel like Ari should be bleeped. Just in, like, restitution for all the times I have. <laughs> nah, Ari, Ari doesn't. Ari doesn't have to get bleeped for oh, saying the word queer. Yeah. <laughs> In your face, Ben. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pull up Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh no. No no. no. <laughs> oh man. For realsies, that person that said that that warmed the cockles of my mouth. Thank ah. you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Thank you for enjoying me getting bleeped. I'll b- you. <laughs> you. I'm gonna have to bleep that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh fuck. So we are here to talk about today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're here to talk about a thing that Ben made up. So um, Ben's gonna talk about it first. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's been a lot of talk recently, namely. When Taco Bell decided to nix 99% of their menu, they mm-hmm. only have empty taco shells now. And flat Baja Blast. <laughs> Those son of a bitch. So, yep. guys, uh, they even got rid of their carbonation. They did. <laughs> They're out of it. <laughs> These goddamn quarantines. Uh, what are some, like, food items? Like, they don't have to be from fast food places. They can be from, like, a podunk restaurant you once went to as a small child that you miss and would either like to try and make yourself go back and try or wish the place would just nut the fuck up and bring it back like for me number one the top tier thing is the enchilada from taco bell it should be available like i shouldn't it shouldn't be on the menu fuck that like i know when i say enchilada it's going to be a custom price charge me six dollars and 66 cents for a single item from taco bell i don't give a fuck Ben, you have to Ben's slow. Ben's very charged up. He feels he feels some feelings about this. I ben, do. you have to slow down and go back because here's the thing: I was so scared of beans as a child that I did not eat at Taco Bell until I realized that they had items that didn't have beans in them. Slash, you could ask to have the beans not on there. So, what is the, what you were describing? Oh, the enchilada is is pretty much the combination of. An enchilada and a burrito, it's just a smothered burrito. Like, it's got beans in it, it's got ground beef in it, 
but it's also like smothered in sauce. Like beans. I'm pretty sure it was their. Uh, you can get it without beans, you child. <laughs> it, uh, they they have much. that like red <laughs> sauce stuff. Yeah, it, it's pretty much like their burrito sauce, like the stuff that goes in the bean burrito to make it taste like a bean burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's pretty much just a smothered burrito. You can like ask for them to do it. Like you can't say enchilada. You can say can I get a smothered burrito? And they'll fucking huh. sometimes they'll do it depending on the goddamn place. Like, you know what's I'm, wild? <laughs> Sorry, it's fun. What's wild about that is there was a Taco Bell executive was like, "Hey, what if we made a burrito with the sauce on the outside?" Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like that's half of what Taco Bell's menu is. It's like it's the same thing that people love, but there's something else. That was on the inside, but now it's on the outside. Yeah. Case in point, grilled cheese burrito. Yep, yep. Grilled cheese burrito was the weirdest monstrosity I ever tasted. I loved it. I <laughs> loved the grilled cheese burrito, to be honest. I think they overdid the cheese on the one I had. It just tasted like rubber, and it was kind of burnt. Oh, yeah. You got to get it. You got to get it in your mouth real quick. Yeah. But that being said, Put I would it try it again. It was fine. <laughs> um, but I have a few answers to this question. Uh, Do either of you have anything before I just ramble about foods of yore? No, absolutely. Mine is also a Taco Bell meal menu, and it was the the Volcano Burrito. Hell yeah. The Volcano series in general. The Volcano Taco, Volcano Burrito, and Volcano Nachos. Specifically, though, the Volcano Burrito, because it was spicy, didn't require any extra sauce, and it had the little crunchies in it. Yep, yep. Like the Frito Burrito. Yeah. Yeah. God. It was so. Uh, did you ever have the lava sauce? Yes. Yeah, the shit it was, was tasty. great. Yeah. Does uh, Sonic still do Frito pie? I think so. Okay. I think so. They started doing tachos, which yeah. I got some of those once, and so, then I crawled into a hole and became sad. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what that food is for. <laughs> not gonna lie, Sonic has been pretty disappointing to me lately. I like their um, their cheesy cheese sticks, cheese chili, um, tots though chili cheese tots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can get at Sonic and not be utterly disappointed is a chili cheese dog. Yeah. I mean, those mozzarella sticks though. I guess are the best fast food mozzarella stick. That's debatable. However, there is only one place. Yeah, it's debatable. It's it's an opinion. It's debating. I will debate with you. I will go full Ben Shapiro and not let you get a word in edgewise. It is. Okay. Don't go full Ben Shapiro. Ben, Ben, stay on the light side of Ben's. Oh, God. Think of other good Ben's. Um, Ben Kenobi. Ben ben Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. But no, um, I will will say there is. Ben, maybe? That's new Santa Claus? There is only one place where you can take your mozzarella sticks and dip them in chili and know it's going to be amazing, and that is Sonic. All right, what's something you're missing? Like, I know I was talking about like Ben Shapiro, but like, yeah. All right. Sonic, Sonic cheese sticks are up there they're really tasty they are something i crave when i'm at sonic if you say arby arby's cheese stick is better then I'm, oh. we're gonna have a whole yeah you know, we're, we're, we're gonna have fight. a big fight they are they're, not better they are bigger and they are better <laughs> they are not they, they are, are bigger not than better, better ben. the breading is weird that breading is weird and the it's not is, right 
The cheese is tasty. The sauce is tasty. <laughs> that, but the, but the breading, man, it's weird. Yeah, you know. Uh, the breading. The sauce. Sauce is first, then it's cheese, and then it's the and then it's the breading. First of all, it's absolutely okay. But but here's the thing: you're objectively wrong. (laughs) 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 Okay, all right. Let's move past this because this is sorry, guys. This is behind the scenes drama. This is Ben and I. This is headcast BTS beef. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. So, all right. Um, I do have an answer. It's kind of a joke answer, and then I have a real answer later. Um, there was, and I think I've talked about it in the podcast before, but in Black Mountain, North Carolina. There is, or there used to be a restaurant named Peppers, and it was a Dr. Pepper-themed restaurant. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. And mostly, it just, they just had Dr. Pepper paraphernalia up on the walls, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then the food was like sandwiches and stuff, right? Like, just really deli-type stuff. Mm -hmm. But they would serve (laughs) hot Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. That's like a thing. (laughs) It is a thing. Yeah, I, I like, have I will, only seen it at Peppers. I will drink a hot ginger ale, but I'll be damned if I'm drinking a hot Dr. Pepper. No, it's not like... It's like... It's almost like putting Dr. Pepper through a coffee machine or something. It's like... Yeah. No, it's straight up like it is served Dr. like Pepper. hot chocolate. Appar- That's, that- apparently it's supposed to also... Hot Dr. Pepper helps you with your voice this is only according to hearsay through the McElroy brothers about their dad who worked in radio but apparently that's what Clint McElroy drank in preparation for an early morning radio shift is a hot Dr. Pepper that is horrifying (laughs) that's nasty hey McElroy brothers we don't know you but what the fuck because I've had hot Dr. Pepper before and it is not good so but that restaurant has shut down and I found out because I was on tour earlier this year um, and we started the tour in North Carolina in Asheville and Black Mountain's really close to Asheville so I was like, oh, man, we should go to Peppers. We should see if that place is still open and go get hot Dr. Pepper so that all my friends can understand how disgusting it is. But it shut down and that is not available. And I, I kind of wish it was so that I could, you know, be like, oh, we're in North Carolina. Or guess where we have to go? <laughs> I like- this place with hot Dr. Pepper on the menu. I like the to the the premise to this idea is that you kind of have to just wake up and realize that you're in North Carolina. <laughs> I kind of love that. We were transported like, are you, there. Are, are you kidnapped in this? Yes. <laughs> Hold on, I bet I could make it at home. Most hot. likely. I mean, it's just hot. hot. Yeah, you just you literally just take Dr Pepper and you heat it up. Can you microwave it? Hold on. Yeah, but you could do it. Here's your recipe from the 1960s. Travis, look at me. I know you can't, but look at me. (laughs) Okay. Here is a recipe from the 60s. Okay. Submitted 
by Dixie underscore Amazon. I remember my dad making this for us in the winter after taking care of the horses or working on the yard. The ingredients, one 12 ounce Dr. Pepper, two slices of lemon. Nice. Okay. Honestly, I could get behind that. Step one, straight from the, straight from the copy. Bright as the holiday song fest, hot Dr. Pepper is the proud crowd's festive way to welcome friends and guests. They like to relax, refresh, and enjoy the Dr. Pepper difference. Why not join them? Just heat Dr. Pepper or diet Dr. Pepper in a saucepan until steaming hot. Then pour over thin slices of lemon. It's the happiest holiday idea yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, it's too bad that Coke (laughs) took over all of Christmas. Because (laughs) if it had been Dr. Pepper... We too could have grown up with that nostalgic (laughs) taste. Jesus Christ. Too bad Dr. Pepper didn't take over Christmas like Coke did. Because we could all be sipping on hot Dr. Pepper (laughs) in the the cold hours of winter night. (laughs) Oh, here's this special offer on the advertisement. Four distinctive hot Dr. Pepper cups, as illustrated with bronze anodized aluminum uh, aluminum handles. What? Only two fifty pro postage prepaid. Send check or money order, no stamps, with name and address to Hot Dr. Pepper Box Twenty Eight, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania One Nine One Zero Five. That sounds like a scam. Do it you want is. to own four <laughs> mugs specifically for your hot Dr. Pepper needs or not? Because I say we go in on this. How much was it? Two fifty. I think it's like, a, like, $2.50. Okay, I was going to be like $250 for some cups? Yeah, it's yeah. to be like, fuck <clears throat> that. No, absolutely not. I can just microwave a can of Dr. Pepper. Like no, you, no, you cannot. <laughs> you, you, in fact, cannot do that, it's Travis. The Please don't microwave. Century. If I can't microwave aluminum cans, then what's the point? Um, well, I can't oh scoop God, it. What's so the point? Many things. <laughs> if I can't microwave metal, then there is no point in living anymore. Fuck a sunrise. <laughs> am I right, guys? Who needs a sunrise when you can just microwave metal? <laughs> Can this episode be called Fuck a Sunrise? <laughs> I, I try do. not to put F words in the titles, but I'll see what I can do. We've done it before. No, I, Don't be a coward. I have never put an F word in the title. Have we not? No, never. That is shocking. I, I, I think I've said damn or hell. Uh, I've put other curses. I might have said shit once, but I've never put fuck in, the, uh, in a Habcast title. Damn. Yeah, it's a lot of work not saying fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That is fair. I've met me, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. Are we... I feel like we got like way off topic. Yeah. What the fuck were we talking about? We were talking about we were talking about hot Dr. Pepper. Yeah, we were. Sometimes you just need a cool hot glass of Dr. Pepper to brighten your mornings. Like I prefer hot ginger ale. Like I enjoy it, but I don't 
I would never be like, yeah, give me a hot cup of soda. But I can kind of see why somebody would enjoy ginger ale hot. Because I enjoy ginger in like a hot toddy or in tea. Mm -hmm. So I get that, right? I also think ginger, just as a flavor, would be really good in like an, an alcoholic apple cider or something like that, you know, which can, mm-hmm. which is hot, good hot. <clears throat> but Dr. Pepper, like, first of all, this restaurant served it with whipped cream on top. Oh. It's gnarly. Which whipped was another level of what the fuck. Yes. This makes me want to get one of those uh, Dr. Pepper cream soda mixtures. Mm. Have you seen that? Mm. Mm-hmm. That, I don't know how I feel about that. I've actually had one, and it's pretty good. Huh. I mean, I had it as God intended, cold, but... Oh, man. I want to get a can of Dr. Pepper cream soda, microwave it, drink that shit hot with the lemons. Okay. Stop (laughs) microwaving cans, Travis. I have so many broken microwaves. God, tell me you're good. (laughs) Don't, Travis, look at me in my face. (laughs) Tell me that you are going to pour whatever Dr. Pepper you choose to microwave into a microwave-safe container. I only have Please, I am begging you. What the fuck, <laughs> Travis? What the fuck? You know those... Uh, Travis, no! You know those cool Travis. copper Moscow mule cups? That's exclusively Travis, what I drink out of. No! You're going to set your house on fire, Travis! The one that you're building? My house is made of metal. It can't burn down. Travis! <laughs> That's even worse! I'll just microwave my whole house. <laughs> Everything's made of metal. <laughs> Travis, what the fuck? <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Travis lives in a nightmare zone. <laughs> just a fucking nightmare yep. zone. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Let's get back on track. I don't remember what the fuck we were talking uh, about. Now. Ben, Jesus you were, Christ. You were I think gonna, it's your turn, yeah, Ben. Yeah, Ben, you were going to gonna ramble about food that you don't get to have anymore. Yeah, All that right, you're sad so about. This is like a combo one because I like spicy burgers and they're goddamn amazing. I love mm. them. Uh, the the hateful or the angry whopper, yeah, the angry whopper was really tasty. Uh, the one that was like on a red fucking bun. It was tasty as goddamn oh, hell, but there was, it was a, on a colorful bun. Yeah. Um, there was a place in Moulton called Theo's. And they had what I referred to as Satan's Cheeseburger. They did not like it when I called it that, but that's what it was. <laughs> because it had, like, more jalapenos than the Angry Whopper. And, like, a better sauce. Nice. And, like, a super peppery pepper jack. And it was tasty as hell. And, like, something, like, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, something I'm probably going to start doing is tweeting at Wendy's to make the hateful Baconator. <laughs> because yeah. the original one is too sweet. It's not great. It needs some work. It needs some tender love and care. Which is a shit ton of jalapenos and a spicy sauce. <laughs> uh, have you ever had the uh, Diablo Burger at Straight to Ale? Yes, it's, it's pretty have. good. It's a tasty burger yeah. too. Yeah, a, I haven't thought about that sandwich it's a tasty in a minute. Spicy burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like give me like some beef with some jalapenos, a good tasty sauce, a nice pepper jack, like a, like one that you can like t- 
tastes good like that's that's the pinnacle for me for a tasty burger is one that tastes good and then also fucks your holes up you know what i'm saying <laughs> i mean speak for yourself <laughs> i'm in the i'm in the strong butthole gang over here like i don't i'll eat i'll eat whatever spicy it doesn't mess me up it like it sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't it's just a roll of the dice <laughs> Sometimes I get annoyed because I order something and I'm like, medium spice is no spice. So now I'm going to try yeah. hot. But the difference between medium spice and hot is like, there's just that, like a huge gulf oh, there. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, can we maybe have a little more gradient before we just jump to crazy town pants? For, no. for me, that is the jump between native and extra native at Ruchi. Yeah. Like, it is insane how much more it is. Mm, yes. Yes. Because sometimes I'm just like, guys, I would really like to enjoy my food, and I like a little bit of heat, but we went from nothing to everything. What's going on? Yep. What is happening? So... But y'all know, it It was a journey for me to get to get me to eat spicy foods. Hmm. Hell, it was sure a journey to get continue. you to try beans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had beans. I've tried beans many, many times. And guess what? I had I had a bite of beans yesterday on accident. And I immediately you, spit that shit out and threw it away. How do you eat how do you accidentally eat beans? I didn't know there were beans in the thing I was eating, and then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Because I always know, I always know when there's beans. I can always taste it. What kind of beans were they? They were whatever beans are used to make refried beans. Because I was eating a Mexican food. Okay, pintos. Yeah. Yeah, Ari, your your biggest beef with beans is the texture, right? And the taste, yes. Oh, okay. Well. It's all the things. I was going to say, have you considered crunchy beans? What just like raw beans? No, just like, like not cooked. No, not not non cooked, but like three quarters of the way cooked. See, I don't I don't know how I feel about that because here's the thing: <laughs> there are some beans that I like the taste. Like I like the taste of black beans, but I hate the texture. See, all you gotta do but, is just undercook some black beans. That solves your problem. Yeah. But, all right, I'll try. But then, like pinto beans and lima beans and kidney beans and black-eyed peas, which are also beans, those are all those are all texture and taste are bad. I, you know I, mean, I mean, I'll give it to you on black-eyed peas. I mean, ugh. I feel like. Well, the joke I was gonna make is like for people who like black-eyed peas because I do. Oh. They're tasty. I like black-eyed peas. The only beans I don't like are green. Like lima beans? Oh, no, you mean literally green beans. beans. Uh, Yeah, I mean literal green beans. Mm. I mean, look, I'm not a huge fan of black-eyed peas, but every once in a while I hear scream and shout, and I get a little nostalgic for the 2000s. (laughs) I was going to say, I liked black-eyed peas before Fergie joined in. They had a cool, like, lo-fi jazzy thing going on. Oh, man. I'm here to tell you right now, Fergie is my favorite part of any Black Eyed Peas song. <laughs> I think I still know all the words to Fergalicious. Like, I'm pretty sure. If it came on, like, or if someone dared you to go do Fergalicious at karaoke, you could nail it. I wouldn't even need to, I wouldn't need to look at the lyrics. Fuck yeah. 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 
Maybe one day we can make that a possibility. One day. That's me with Blink 182's um, All the Small Things. Yeah. <laughs> That's me with um, It's uh, the End of the World as We Know It as well. Nice. That's a solid one, too. Yeah. So. Um, but, or Travis, what else do you got? As far as foods you want to eat but can't um, eat anymore. The fucking okay, the goddamn fucking uh, uh, biscuit at Hardee's cinnamon raisin biscuit. It was. I <laughs> know <laughs> you were so angry you couldn't remember what. The goddamn uh, fucking goddamn it. <laughs> the cinnamon raisin biscuit at Hardee's was perfect. It was loose. And fluffy, and it had an icing on it, and it was awesome. And then they got rid of it to get to to replace it with a regular ass cinnamon roll that is tough and chunky and disgusting. They had Sorry. a perfect. They had a perfect <clears throat> sweet breakfast option, and they destroyed it. You destroyed it, Hardee's. I only go to you for breakfast, and now I'm never going to. Okay. <laughs> Travis, I think I've got good news for you. What's that? It's not the same, but it is similar. Bojangles has a cinnamon biscuit. Oh, I've had the Bojangles cinnamon biscuit. Yeah, they're not bad. I like their bowberries. Their bowberries are pretty good. I like when they do the heart-shaped ones for Valentine's Ah, Day. I think that shit is so cute. I've had, hey, if it's a Bojangles biscuit, I've put it in my mouth. So That's (laughs) fair. I um uh, I, I like the Bojangles biscuit, but Bojangles is like forty five minutes away from me now. It's not the convenient ten minutes that it used to be in Huntsville. <clears throat> and who did that to who? <laughs> you know what you should do, Travis, is start your own Bojangles. You know, I've considered there in West Point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Hardy's. Fuck you for getting rid of the cinnamon raisin biscuit. It was perfect, and you destroyed it with your stupid, disgusting cinnamon roll. And you know what? While we're at it, Hardee's, your stupid pancake biscuit sandwich thing is also gross. You gotta learn how to make fluffy pancakes, Hardee's. Also, your chicken's not very good. That's true. And the chicken biscuit is the best biscuit of any breakfast place. Ever. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken biscuit, always a superior biscuit. Mm-hmm. God, so. you know what, like, chicken I miss for breakfast is the goddamn chicken mayonnaise from Chick-fil-A. They still have them, but I can't eat at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's my next answer, too. Just all of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was hoping one of you would yeah. do it before God, I remember, would. God, remember when we were all just young and dumb and eating at Chick-fil-A? Christian and... <laughs> <laughs> um all right i've got an answer it's also chicken related funnily enough nice. oh yeah so dairy queen <gasps> okay so there was a dairy queen in huntsville when i was a very young child mm-hmm. And then the Dairy Queen went away, and the closest one was in Priceville, about 30 minutes away from us, right? And, like, five seconds away from Ben. 
I have two close by me, yeah. And then Dairy Queen came back. With a vengeance. And they betrayed their morals. Uh Uh-oh. My hopes and dreams. And also their chicken tenders. (laughs) (laughs) They're not good anymore, man. They're not good, but they used to be the best. Like, seriously, the best fast food chicken tenders. Now, legitimately, this is also before, like, Zaxby's and and tenders, which is, like, our Raising Cane's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like people talk about burgers a lot, but I feel like every region of the U.S. also has a very specific, like, chicken tender place. Yes, I was talking Mm -hmm. to a friend about chicken places the other day. Uh, Yeah. Like, uh, they had just tried Raising Cane's for the first time. Yeah. Um, my Raisin Cane's is up in uh, Ohio, I think. But there's also some in Texas. Yeah. Well, there's... I don't know. It, there's one in Huntsville now. Is there oh, really? Shit, really? Where? Um, okay. Over by the new Baumhauer's. That hole hmm. where Bad Daddy's Burger Bar is. Fuck, uh, really? Yeah, there's Raisin Cane's in there. You know, oh, we're wait. also getting a Whataburger. I might be wrong. It might be a different chicken place. No, you're thinking of Super Chicks. That's not raising cane. That's super chicks. Huh. Um, similar concept though, because they also do frozen custard. Mm. Right? Does raising canes do? I don't know. I've never eaten at raising canes. I, I just know I it's never a thing that either. exists, and people say it's amazing. Um, but yeah. So this is before we had tenders, which is like local to Huntsville, and is the best chicken tender place of all time ever. I like how you paused like we were going to argue with you. <laughs> okay, well, I wanted to give you all a chance to be wrong, but I'm glad that we've all accepted it and moved on. So, um, and then we've also got Zaxby's, of course. And I'm here to tell you, before that, we had Dairy Queen. And Dairy Queen's chicken tenders honestly remind, reminded me the most of Publix's chicken tenders. Like, they were huge, mm-hmm. and the breading was really light and delicious, and... They were fucking awesome. And now the tenders are just like any they're 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 like frozen tenders you can get in a bag at the grocery store. It's so disappointing. Yeah, they're it's so sad. They're like little thin yeah. babies. And I miss I miss those OG tenders. I want to know if they taste as good in my memory as I think they do. I described something as having a nostalgic taste the other day, and somebody who was near me was like, what the fuck is a nostalgic taste? And I was like, it's something that tastes like your childhood. Yeah. Like, like, um, it was, the context was, as I was talking about a pizza place that I had tried recently, and I was like, the pizza reminds me of, like, a more adult version of Chuck E. Cheese's pizza. And that taste is nostalgic for me because of when I went to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid. Hmm. So, I don't know. Now we're just talking about childhood foods in my head. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. I think that's all I got, too. Um, got all my complaints out of the way. Yeah, that's. Uh, I just wanted to rant about the cinnamon raisin biscuit. Yeah, I really want to call you an old man for liking that, but also, like, I get called an old man fairly regularly. But it's, so like, it so feels... good. It's, like, it doesn't... You know how, you know how like, if you have a plate full of chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal raisin cookies, no one fucking touches the oatmeal raisin cookies? 
This is like... I touched the oatmeal raisin cookie. This is like, you can't tell it's an oatmeal raisin cookie. Because there's a very thick amount of icing on top of it. (laughs) Really, it was just like, there was about a quarter inch of very thick icing on top of the cinnamon raisin biscuit. And the cinnamon raisin biscuit itself was just a vehicle to get the icing into your mouth. You know what, I can dig that. That's really what it was. I, um, respect. I also am <laughs> one of those people, though, who, like, my per- my preferred cookie is oatmeal raisin. Oh, God. Sometimes I forget how much of a monster you are. <laughs> I, lo- I love oatmeal raisin cookies. Two things Ari loves. Oatmeal raisin cookies. Cold french fries. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> those are two things that I like. <laughs> you know i had to speaking of like cold thing i was saying i think i've brought this up to you guys before i don't know if i have on the show or not i had an english teacher in high school my favorite favorite english teacher in fact uh she would order a pizza and put it in the fridge and eat it the next morning i mean that's respect right there i get that fucking a yeah like i used to do I can oh dig so it. my thing is weird <laughs> Yeah, because it's but not fucking fine. fries. I mean, like, I used to do that with um, Little Caesar's deep dish pizza when I was in college. I would order the deep dish pizza, take, like, two slices of it, eat those two slices, feel like I was going to die, and then eat the rest of it, like, for the le- for the next week. <laughs> okay. You know how they say that <laughs> stews and soups taste better the next day? Yeah. It's the same concept, yes, but with fries. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Man, I can't get the, behind it with the fries. The other thing I would do is get um, the Domino's chocolate lava cakes. Get two orders of those. Eat two of them. Eat the two. Eat one order hot and delicious, and then put the other ones directly in the freezer. I'm here to tell you the day Domino's gets rid of those chocolate lava cakes is the day that I have a new thing to be to miss. <laughs> <laughs> because those chocolate lava cakes are amazing. Yes. Like they're better than normal chocolate lava cakes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. I think it's because they can get a little crunchy, you know? They do. Yeah. The outside is like it's not even cake, it's just like a thin cookie outer layer, yeah. and then the inside is like chocolate pudding. I think that's why it's so mm. good. It's so good. That, and they sprinkle it with cocaine-laced powdered sugar. That's true. They do do that, yes. And we have proof. So, Domino's, if you want to stay out of the police's range, contact us at 256-763. I almost started rattling off my work number. <laughs> All right. I think we've talked enough about things that aren't supernatural, so let's move on to talking about things that are supernatural. Yeah. Wait, this isn't a food podcast? You guys are lying to me right now. <laughs> I think you've been lying to everyone by telling them it was a supernatural podcast. Yeah, hey, do you want to listen to our supernatural podcast that's actually a food and you Hakusho podcast? <laughs> yes, anime. We haven't talked about YYH in a while. <laughs> All right, Travis, this episode is called Death's Door. What is it about? Um, So, as we know, cliffhanger ending. Bobby, been shot in the head by by uh, Dick... Dick Ringer? What's his his name? Dick Roman. Yeah. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Dick Ringer. (laughs) Could you look at a synopsis (laughs) starting? I mean, holy shit. Could you watch the show? (laughs) 
Come on, buddy. Anyway. Get your shit. Buddy Bobby shot in the head. And then, so, basically, what's going to happen is they are trying to rush Bobby to the hospital, but they are, they, like, can't, for some reason, there's, like, a ghost blocking the door, and they have to solve the riddles to get in there, and of the whole time, it's like, Bobby is dying, and, but the ghost is like, uh-uh, riddles. <laughs> To enter the hospital, you must answer me these riddles three. (laughs) Number one. All right. Travis, I don't know if that's going to happen. Let's talk about it right now. Yeah. Woo. And we're back. Yeah. I feel like we're back. We are back. I back mean, at it again at the slippery frame. How back can we be? Uh, not how not as back as Bobby. How back can we be? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> um, I, I liked this episode a lot. I realized uh, a while ago, like around the beginning of quarantine, I accidentally saw a little snippet of this episode without realizing what episode it was. Oh yeah, that's gonna Travis. happen. Because I, it was the scene where Rufus and Bobby are in the room with Bobby's wife, and she had just like stepped on the wine glass. But I thought she was like dead in the bed or something. But it was Bobby talking about how it was like one of the worst. And anyway, it was Bobby doing that whole thing. But and I quickly like went to the TV guide and changed it, and I had seen that it was uh, a season seven episode. And I was like, oh, okay. And then now that I watched it, I'm like, oh, it was this episode, huh? Hmm. Guys, this episode, I think, breaks a record for me. And that record is laughing at the most inappropriate moments. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> there were so many times while watching this that I was, like, just cracking up. But it was when, you know, someone was dying or, like, the abusive father was, like, hitting kids and wives. Or when Bobby shot his dad. I was just, like, I was cackling. I don't know why. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, what is up with that? Another topic I kind of wanted to bring up and talk about, but I thought it would be more sad than just talking about food, which is episodes of shows that cover a characters like dealing with his own mortality i'm in a pessimistic sad bastards group on facebook oh, no. mm-hmm. and somebody posted a still from bojack horseman <clears throat> from like the last season oh my where... god did, were they, did they post the the drip stop scene yeah where, oh you, where they're staring in the, they're staring into the door yes Yes, yes, that, that I, scene. I cannot watch that scene without immediately just bursting into tears. That, that old season's like that. At, at, like, at a good, solid amount of points. Yeah. I fucking love it. It's, I um, mean, it's an amazing episode. And if you haven't seen BoJack Horseman, go watch it. Because it's a great show. It really is. Like, it took me forever to get into. But it's fucking good, man. Yeah. And there's an episode of Mad Men where the British guy... I can't remember his name but it's the episode where he kills himself uh and he tries like 
I don't remember how, t- how many times he tries, but it's like he can't win for losing for like the worst thing. Huh. And it's just hilarious to me. And it's like really fucked up, but it's really funny to me. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Because it's of... just. Because it's like that fucking it's scene from The Invisibles, is what I'm getting at. But. Fuck that movie. <laughs> that <terrible laughs> fucking movie's so fucking terrible. I bring it up for that punchline. <laughs> Justin Chatwin! <laughs> God, celebrity death match, me versus Justin Chatwin, except it's just a straight up death match because neither neither of us are famous, <laughs> and that's more of a slam against Justin than it is against me. <laughs> oh God, please don't, please don't be mean to Justin Chatwin, anyone. This is a joke. I don't actually hate Justin Chatwin. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. I liked his character in Save Shameless a lot. I think he did a great job. He's a yeah. fine actor. Please don't be mean to him. But yeah, right. so we all are in agreement that this is a good episode of Supernatural. Yes. Yes. Despite yeah. the fact that there were several times that I laughed inappropriately, it was a good episode. I thought it was a very yeah, good episode. Fine. Agreed. Oh yeah. Agreed. I'll go get the knives. I um, I liked that. <laughs> I I liked finding out that Bobby had more had more man pain than just killing his wife. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought that was a really cool and interesting way uh, way to show who Bobby actually is because not only do we learn that he had to kill his wife because she got possessed by a demon he it was right after a fight that they had where he mm-hmm. told her that she, that he didn't want kids even though he secretly did and yeah. that he was abused by his alcoholic father yeah mm. which I'm trying, I'm racking my brain, but I don't, I think it's been mentioned before that Bobby had a bad dad. Yeah. But I don't think we went into this, this much detail. Right. I, I can imagine um, that, like, I can imagine that piece of informa- information just, like, floating out there somewhere. But I, yeah. I really like this concrete, like, visualization of it. <clears throat> yeah. And but this I do is... Think- this episode drops the the biggest bomb, which is Bobby killed his dad as a child. Yes. Which was like, whoa. Yeah, I did that not see dark. that coming at all. Oh my god. I am not going to lie to you. I c- okay, so here's my thing. I didn't think that supernatural deaths could affect me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like but I didn't though, because like I uh, legitimately was just like, because Supernatural just does not do death well. Mm-hmm. It, they just don't. Too many no. characters die. They die but don't really come back. And I have the bonus of future vision, so I kind of know what's going to happen right. in these next couple episodes. So when I watched this episode, I was like, and in last episode, I was like, I'm not going to get choked up from this. I know what's going to happen. This is fine. But when Bobby starts talking about how he adopted Sam and Dean, and then in the last <laughs> scene... No, you're, you're fine. In the last... I thought you were about to be like, stop talking no, about no, no, no. it. <laughs> but in the last scene where it's like Bobby's best memory is Sam and Dean arguing about um, like best movie snacks... 
best movie snacks oh, of whether or not yeah. Jet Li could kick Chuck Norris's ass. Licorice, which by the way, Jet Li could absolutely hit Chuck Norris's ass. And who's the fuck out here is thinking that licorice is iconic as popcorn in the movie snack department, Dean? Yeah, Dean. Two bad yeah, opinions Dean. in one episode. Two very wrong opinions. What the Twizzlers, hell? Twizzlers are a tasty movie snack. But not black licorice. Come on, Ben. We both it, knew it, what he meant. Hey, it does. He does not imply whether or not it's red or black. And I'll tell you what, I like both. He says, I, li- I like black licorice too, but it is not as iconic or on the level of popcorn. Hey. Yeah. It's tasty as hell. The best movie snack is popcorn. The second best movie, best movie snack, in my personal opinion, Raisinets. Peanut M&M's. They're not bad. Ooh, M&M's are also good. Because you, you can mix Raisinets and M&M's in with the hot popcorn. Mm. That shit's delicious. Did you know that if you eat a Skittle and an M&M at the same time, it tastes like a Raisinette? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it totally does. No. Maybe it's just the purple Skittles. I'll try it and we'll see what happens. <laughs> I hear if you do that, you make God cry. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I was about to say, I hear if you do that, your brain explodes. <laughs> but yeah, I got a little choked up when like Bobby was like, I saved the best memory for last. I was like, fuck me, Bobby. You got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good g- golf claps for Supernatural. You fucking got me. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. I am surprised. I am surprised. Color me surprised. Didn't think it was possible. Mm. Didn't think the show could get me with its deaths. <laughs> but that's the question, isn't it? Is Bobby dead, Travis? No. Answer this. There's no way Bobby's dead. So Ben, um... <laughs> okay i'll say this there's no way bobby is dead for a very long time in this show he's gonna come back for sure bro i wish you could see my face all right as you were saying uh, you had a question for me (laughs) no i was just gonna ask you what you what you specifically liked about the episode Oh, I honestly, it's just, I really liked, I liked the Reaper, mm. I liked the memories that we saw, I liked how they, like, like made me feel things, I liked, like, there's, I liked the full fucking episode, there's not a part of it I don't goddamn like. Like, it's sad as fuck, but... Yeah. I'm a sad bastard, I like sad shit every now and again. Was I the only one who thought the Reaper was super hot? He was, he was a pretty Drop. handsome man. I mean, I thought he was like... I was like, sir, you can come reap this pussy any day. Like, I, I had... S- well, as being the only pussy owner here... I'll reap your uh, butthole. <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> I realized after I said it that reap and rape sound very similar, and I was like, fuck! Yeah, well, maybe he's into CNC. Who knows? Ugh. <sighs> 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 We had to have a conversation. Not you and me, me and the Reaper. Or <laughs> to talk out your case, kids. Right. Um, uh, the safe word is banana hammock. I feel like this, the Reaper in this episode got an entire 
group of teenagers into wanting a pocket watch. Probably. Oh yeah. yeah. And a weird turncoat. Yep. I don't think the Reaper in this episode has a sing- has a fucking name. Nope. Um. Yeah, he's probably just known as Reaper. Oh yeah, in in IMDb, he's known as Bobby's Reaper, and he's played by Henri Lubati. Ooh, that's a name. As a name. And he is in. He has been in Tots as Jean Pierre. The hell is Tots? I don't know. Timeless, NCIS, uh, Zoo. So he's a oh, Tots is a kid show. Ah, mm. he's play a raper in Tots. <laughs> he's a, he's a, I don't think anyone's that pigeonholed. He's a TV boy. Yeah. So he's a in in Tots he plays Jean Pierre the French stork. <laughs> Um, yeah, but he's he's been in he's been in like House and he's been in um Dragnet in Elementary and NCIS Los Angeles. He was in Dragnet. Yeah. Look, all right. What year was that episode from? Uh, two thousand three. Oh shit! Dragnet ran that long. Jesus. Or they they must have like done like a thing. Yeah. He's in a couple of episodes of Twenty Four. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, he's a he's a TV boy, and he's been in a bunch of TV stuff. Okay. Which good for him. Um. But yeah, uh, Rufus was back. That was yeah, uh, kind I, of back. He was back with his funky, cool, dangly earring. Which had we seen that earring before? No. Also, we found out Rufus was Jewish in the episode he died. Yeah. <laughs> and there were so many Jewish references this episode. <sighs> like, Rufus is like, I want to celebrate, you know, uh, I need off for Rosh Hashanah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, Yom Kippur's coming up. I need to go. <laughs> and everybody looking forward to Prim, just like Jesus Rufus, calm down. <laughs> so, d- did you know that Hanukkah is not actually one of the major Jewish holidays? Like that was Rufus the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I thought it was great. But I just think it's kind of funny that like the entire time he's actually in the show. There are no references to him being Jewish. And then he dies, and suddenly he's super Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I loved that so much. Um, But yeah, so Rufus isn't actually back. He's a part of Bobby's memory. And this is something that we need to talk about as well. This happens in The Magicians. Yeah! This is yet another, like, Sarah Gamble. It's happened in both... (laughs) Supernatural and the Magicians. Because Elliot goes through this in season four. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, he's not dying, but he's like trapped in his own head. And the only way he can get out is by finding his worst memory. Yeah. And going through a door, which is what Bobby has to do here. 
This is not a heavy um, Sam and Dean episode, or rather, I would say this is not a heavy Sam episode. Like, Dean has some moments. Yeah, Dean has a big punch moment. God. Okay, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about Sam real quick. Um, Dean has one of the best line interactions that I think I've seen on the show this episode. And Sam's lines are fucking trash. Too rash. And I think the I think the dialogue that as a Sam fan I was most offended by was Bobby's like showing signs of life and they're going to take him up to get surgery to take the bullet out of his brain and Sam and Dean are just standing next to his bed and Sam's like thanks for everything really I think is the line like almost exactly mm-hmm. pretty much yeah and I was like Sam why are you do you, are you saying this like you're talking to a bellhop this is your adoptive dad yeah this that's all you got if my oh my god like I was just like dude gotta have more you don't man. have anything else to say like I love you <laughs> Just thanks for everything. What is this a, a a thank you card? What the fuck? <laughs> that shit just bugs me because Sam's usually the one who's like, I don't know, more emotionally aware. And in this episode, he's like, Dean, we might have to get used to the fact that Bobby's not going to bounce back from this. And mm-hmm. Dean is like, No, he's going to survive. Everything's going to be fine. So Sam's the one who's more prepared for Bobby's death. And when they get a chance to talk to him, Sam's just like, thank you so much for serving me today at the Applebee's. Here's a 20% tip. Um, Anyways, I guess I'll be going now. I'm just like, Jesus fuck, what the hell, guys? Just say you hate Sam and move on. We don't have to play this game anymore. Come on. It's fine. I'm getting used to it. This is how the rest of the show is going to be, I guess. Like, whatever. So, I had to go on my little Sam Sam girl rant. (laughs) Your Sam ramble. My Sam ramble. That it just bugs me, and it's such it's so little that like maybe it doesn't matter, or rather, if it was just this episode, I wouldn't care. But it's not. It's not just this episode, exactly. And yeah. just to continue, like kind of like like go more into that. What bugs me about it specifically is that, like. This is an important episode. Bobby could die. Mm-hmm. Bobby is a very important character in the show and just a very important person to both Sam and Dean. And the writers have written it like Dean's the only one who gives a shit. Yeah. And what's more is when Bobby is doing his little trip through memory lane. Sam is barely in it. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't want to hire two actors to play like young Sam and young Dean. That was probably it, to be honest. But 
it just, I don't know. It just, it, it, there's a focus here on Bobby and Dean's relationship when it should be all three of them. Right. And yeah, we do get the scene with Chuck Norris and Jet Li. But every every time I watch that scene, when I watch that scene, my mind just went back to, hey, thank you so much for helping me change a tire, man. That, oh, <laughs> uh, God, seriously. they I was stuck out here on the side of the road. There's no cell single. Seriously, man, thanks for everything. Like, that's what I kept going back to. And, um, as again, as a Sam fan, that just bugged me. But we can move past that now. Into how badass Dean is. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about um, where Dick Roman comes in. Uh, when he comes in, oh yeah, he's just like in the parking lot. Yeah. Is he doing yeah. like a victory lap? Like, what is he doing there? <laughs> I mean, he's just there to be a dick, I think. It's in the name. It's in the name, Travis. His name is literally Dick. Yeah. And can I just say, I love him. I am 90. I'm, I think I'm 5% like Dick just shows up in the parking lot to be like, oh, maybe I can finish the job. But then realizes he has to back down mm-hmm. because he's like the Donald Trump of this universe. Mm-hmm. But then I'm ninety percent like Dick just showed up to be an asshole. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, he showed up so Dean could have more man pain moment. I mean, he showed up so he could gloat. Yeah, yeah. That's literally it, man. Yeah, and honestly, every moment Dick's on screen, I'm just reminded of how much I absolutely love him as a villain. He's so fucking cheesy. Yeah. And amazing. I don't know. How are y'all feeling about him? You talk now. Uh, I mean, I like... I went on my whole Sam rant. I like him. I don't think... Like, him yeah. being in this episode was kind of like, uh, okay. Um, like, I, I think he it would have been just as effective for him to not be there. And we would have gotten... Maybe, maybe instead of the Dick Raising scene, or uh, Dick Ringer scene, we could have gotten a scene of, like, Bobby and Little Sam, you know? Oh my god. It's Dick Roman. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Are we just going to get think, his name wrong? <laughs> I think it's a bit. That's what it is. Is, it's it, a bit. is it a bit? Okay, I couldn't tell. I was like, did Tra- does Travis really not know? The first time it was not a bit. The second time it was. <laughs> now it is. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Um, a very valid point. I'm not, I don't disagree with you on that. Ben, what are your feelings? I don't know. Like, you could have, like, had Sam have the bit with Dick. I think that would have been just fine. But would, uh, would Sam have done that, though? I don't think so. I would have... Yeah. I don't... I don't okay, that. when I say Sam is in the scene with Dick, I don't think it would, like, play out the exact same. I think right. they would have, like, done something different. All right? Yeah. Now, I like the scene. I think it's a great way to really nail home the fact just how big of a shitlord Dick mm-hmm. is. Oh my god. I mean, it definitely does that. Yeah. Dick is, well, a dick. <laughs> he is the shittiest of shitlords. Yeah. Um, I will say, and I got IMDb open so I can just quote straight from it. Um, 
there Dean gets a really nice like badass moment and again I appreciate the shit out of it I appreciate it when Sam and Dean are like I'm sorry are you about to pull some shit on me I'm a fucking Winchester yeah I have stared the devil down what (laughs) what the fuck is this what the fuck is this? Like, I like it when that happens. So, mm. Hoops, the fuck do you think you yeah, are? Yeah, Hoops, the fuck has the absolute gall to step to me right now. What do you think is going to happen here? Um, here it is. Here's the moment. Dean, we're coming for you. And not just to hurt you, to kill you. You understand me? Come on, Dean. I can't be killed. You're going to wish you could then. Ha ha ha, that's some conviction. You really crush it on the motivational circuit. And then here's the part where I was like, all right, Mr. Winchester, okay. Dean says, you're either laughing because you're scared or you're laughing because you're stupid. I'll see you soon, Dick. Yeah, that was a good line. <laughs> like, yeah. That's my fucking boy right there. That is my goddamn boy. <laughs> so... I did not. I did not like it when Dean punches the wall, though. Yeah. No, don't, don't do this. Come on. Um. So I wonder if this is kind of the. Because I know we've said before, uh, we've talked before about how Dean is more of the point of view character than Sam is. Yeah. And I think this, these scenes with exclusively Dean and Sam having trash lines really mm-hmm. like shows that yeah yeah I can see that like it's I don't know why JPAD didn't like have much else to you'd think somebody would have been like hey let's uh, take another crack at this fucking line guys yeah. you know do you think maybe we could make it sound like Sam actually gives a shit about Bobby as opposed to him talking to a helpful stranger? Do you think maybe yeah. we could try that a little bit? Who the fuck wrote this episode? Who the fuck did Sarah this Sarah Gamble to me? wrote this episode. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Sarah, baby. She did. She did do that, yeah. And it was Here's directed by Robert Singer. Like, we're, we're two for two on great people working on this show but you know sometimes stuff slips through i guess yeah i mean nobody's perfect um per an october 2014 interview with tvline.com celebrating the 200th episode of the show jared padalecki states death door is his favorite episode of the series thus far so he's not offended by the shitty lines that he had (laughs) (laughs) that's good he's paid a ton I mean, um, it fifth is, episode. It is a good episode. I mean, it is mm. it's a great episode for sure. Um, I I had a realization at the end of the ep- uh, at the end of the episode. Bobby started flatlining, and he was they called a crash code on him, but they mm-hmm. didn't show if he had actually died or not. So, Bobby will be fine tomorrow. <laughs> He'll be fine next week. Yeah, keep that positivity, friend. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, what is this? Episode 10? We're close to the halfway point. No, this is the halfway oh, point. This... This, episode, this episode was the... 
Well, I mean, we're close to the half. This is the halfway point in that it was the winter finale. Okay, it's the the mid-season finale? Yeah, the mid-season okay, finale. Okay, yeah, the definitely big mid-season finale vibes. Also ends on a cliffhanger, yes. kind of. So, like I said, Bobby will be fine. Yeah, it's back-to-back cliffhangers. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. but the other thing I was going to say is um, mid-season finale, this is kind of like the low point. Like, you know, they have the... Well, I guess in Supernatural, it's generally like we start somewhere and then it just keeps getting worse. Um, (laughs) Things just keep getting bad. Yeah. But this definitely seems like the low point before before they get to the point where they figure out how to do the thing and win the day. Because they're the Winchesters. You know what also kind of happened this episode that, like, made it different from similar episodes in the past? What's that? Because I was thinking about this as I was watching it. So you know how in, um... Fuck, what's the episode called? The episode where Ellen and Joe died? That's just a downer of a fucking episode. Yeah, it is. There are no good realizations. Nothing happy happens. Two great characters die. Well, one great character and one pretty good character dies. (laughs) So, this episode, also a lot of heavy shit, right? Bobby could die. Yeah. Bobby is dying. It's it's serious business time. Mm -hmm. But this episode ends on a smile, from Bobby. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the only genuine ones we've gotten from him ever. And oh, here's the other part where I got choked up. He says idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Before he flatlines. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that that got to me. <laughs> In my deep caramel nougaty center, it got to me. Um but this episode is as much focused on healing as it is pain. Yes. Because in it, Bobby confronts his dad. Yeah. And it's it's an amazing scene. And I kind of, we've kind of already talked about it, but I want to talk about one line in, spe- in specifics. Um, okay, so one of the third lines of the episode is Bobby... Like, Bobby says, I break everything. Okay, so um, Bobby and his wife are having the argument um, about the kids. Mm-hmm. His wife's name is Karen. She's, and she's being a total Karen about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, she's like, you break everything you touch? What the hell is that supposed to mean? Yeah. And I was like, that is a valid question, Karen. It's one of those man pain things. It 100% is. It's like, if someone were to say that to me in real life, I'd be like, oh, so you're a fucking coward is what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. That's great. Which is what Bobby's like totally being in that scene. So, apropos. But we find out later that that is something his dad said to him. Yeah. Like, several times. It's like something his dad mm-hmm. said so often when he was a kid, he just internalized it. Right. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to lie, is one of the things that did make me inappropriately laugh <laughs> back when I was laughing I at mean, all the yeah, I, I kind of get that, because it's like, there definitely was probably a more subtle way of doing that. I but learned they, it by watching you, yeah, Dad! But they had like 15 minutes left to work with, so they really they had to get it out there. They did have to get it out there, but that line is a little on the nose. 
It's a double rhinoplasty. Mm. Yep, it's two on the nose. Um, but uh, eventually, Bobby moves past that, realizes he doesn't break everything he touches, and then this amazing line happens. So Bobby's dad, whose name is Ed, says, You deserved it. Believe me, you were nothing but ungrateful. And Bobby says, I was a kid. Kids ain't supposed to be grateful. They're supposed to eat your food and break your heart, you selfish dick. You died and I was still so afraid I'd turn into you. I'd never even had kids of my own. And Ed says, good, you break everything you touch. And Bobby says, well, as fate would have it, I adopted two boys and they grew up to be great. They grew up heroes, so you can go to hell. Amazing. Yeah. Golf class. Yeah. Big, Golf class. big A plus for Bobby. Like, yeah. And yeah. for Jim Beaver, his performance in general, it was mm-hmm. just so good this whole episode. It was, he did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody did except Jared Padalecki when he was saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, come on, man. Uh. <laughs> that dialogue was so bad. What was he supposed to do with it? J-Pad is one of those actors, and I have noticed this, and I like Jared Padalecki as an actor, but he is one of those actors who does his best with the material he's given. (laughs) (laughs) And when his material is not good, his acting is not. It just is. It's just how it is. When his material is good, he's great. But sometimes, sometimes he phones it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I can't blame him because some of those lines are trash. They're yeah. just trash. Maybe this episode is J-Pad's favorite because he didn't have to be around for a lot of the shooting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta take a fucking break. Yeah. And <laughs> then to Cabana. And then he got to see it and then be like, nice. You know, <laughs> like, you know how sometimes, oh, starts to good you know, how sometimes if you like work on something and then you're like totally over it, like, like yeah. if you spend all day cooking something and then you just don't want to eat it because yes, you're that happens it. to me all the time. Yeah. And so I rarely eat the things I bake after I bake them. Like I have to wait a little bit. And then, uh, so this mm. episode was like J-Pad's nice little break where he didn't have to deal with the whole fucking yeah. episode. So he's like, yeah, this one's my favorite. <laughs> That was an amazing theory, and I support it. I love it. Love it. Um, And, I mean, we got great performances out of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Jensen did a really good job, and, uh, you know, Beaver did a really good job. Like, this episode is a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. The Reaper was extremely attractive, which was his job. Yeah, that was his job. (laughs) Yeah, his Being job attractive. was to be hot as fuck. Um, I, I did like when, um, like, Mind Rufus and Bobby do the ritual to trap the Reaper. Yeah. I thought that was fantastic because the Reaper was just like, well, can't say this has ever happened before. Yeah. <laughs> this is new. This is the first. This is very. No one's ever trapped me while they were unconscious. That was pretty fucking good. Just goes to show how big of a badass Bobby is. For real. Um, Rufus is there mostly to like guide Bobby through his head, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. also to because apparently Rufus also got into a coma several years back, and like 
made it out by doing the same rigmarole that Bobby's doing. Yeah. Which is like, wow, that is quite the get out of jail free card, isn't it? Well, if you have the stuff in your memories to do it, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, is. I guess. That's why happy people stay in comas for like 40 years. Yep. Yeah. Because they don't have a door to, <laughs> to get out. Yep. I was like, I, when I was watching the episode, I was like, fuck, how are we going to make this episode of Hey Ass But Fun and enjoyable to listen to? Because <laughs> this is a very serious episode. We're not going to be able to make any jokes. This is not going to go well. And we're fine, yep. it turns out. We're doing great. <laughs> hey, Good job, everybody. <laughs> um, so I want to tell you one thing I wanted from this episode that I... I'm not going to say I was disappointed that it wasn't in there, but when I saw Rufus appear in this episode, I thought that maybe we were going to get a little touch on what happened in Omaha. I think this was Omaha, right? I didn't... Th- this, like the memory I don't, of the I don't ghost. Think yeah, I don't think that was that. Oh, okay. Because it was like, Bobby and Rufus were obviously... St- well, I mean, I guess... It, well, when when Rufus came out of the hospital, it wasn't like "fuck you for letting that happen to me." He was like, "Hey, Shalom, I'm Jewish," uh, <laughs> you know, like he why the Shalom yeah, face he came out as his regular Bobby, old Rufus you gonna self. Bobby, are you going to tell me Mazel Tov for surviving? More like Mazel Tov, am I right? Um, so I, that's why I don't think it was Omaha because I think Omaha was something much, much worse. Like that's fair. also on the level Omaha of a betrayal. Is, also, Omaha is. Uh, I'm sorry. I just thought of like Rufus being like, I don't mean to convince about my recent yeah. coma. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of, um, but Omaha also is when Rufus's brother, sister, wife, cousin, girlfriend died. Oh, that's okay. right. right? Yeah. There were there were no brother, sister, wife, cousin, girlfriend, friend, Jesus, people who died. So. Yeah, so that that was kind of my thought when I first saw Rufus. I was like, oh, are we gonna get an Omaha scene? Because I think by that point it was obvious that Bobby was going through all of his memories and stuff. Especially yeah. ones that he like regretted or had bad feelings about. So I was like, "Oh my, yeah. oh my!" And then I didn't get it. But you know, it is what it is. It's still that could I could have taken or leave it, left it, and I guess yeah. they left it. Yeah. That I believe is going to forever be what I'm going to from now on call a spicy noodle incident. Ah, right? yes. Because noodle incidents are usually like jokes. Mm-hmm. Where one character will be like, oh, this is just like Berlin. And the other character will be like, huh, Berlin. But then, like, crazy shit's happening. So how the fuck is that like Berlin, you know? Right, yeah. What the fuck yeah. happened in Berlin to make <laughs> Berlin like what's happening now? Um, th- but what happened with Bobby and Rufus started out as a fun, hilarious noodle incident. But it actually is a spicy noodle incident because bad things happened. Right. And it got very serious. Mm-hmm. So it's spicy. It's got a little extra flavor, a little extra kick. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? What else? This episode ends on a cliffhanger. We talked about that. Yes. Here is what that is. 
the cliff we are now dangling off of. So Bobby wakes up. Yep. Writes something on Sam's hand, which has to do with the people farms we learned about last episode Mm -hmm. from Dick that Dick's doing. And then he flatlines. Yes. And Hmm. wakes up in his in the Chuck Norris Jet Li memory. That memory disappears and the Reaper who had shown up while Bobby was in the kitchen getting beer is like it's dark outside because your mind has crumbled. The Hmm. bullet has destroyed your memory, your brain essentially. And you are dying. And or dead. And this is this is fuck, I just knocked my microphone over. Okay. This is it, right? Like, this is all there is that's left. Yeah. This is your last memory. And that's when Bobby's like, I saved the best for last, and I was like, you did. <laughs> and this is again my rating amount on. And um then Bobby goes back into the room. Sam and Dean are having the argument about licorice. They disappear. The Reaper comes back and is like, all right, take it or leave it. Are you going to move on? Because if you trains leaving the station. Yeah, because yep. if he if Bobby doesn't, then there is a chance that he will become the thing he used to hunt. Yes. Specifically ghost. And Bobby doesn't answer, and he looks at the Reaper and smiles. Hmm. And then the episode ends. Yep. So, predictions? I already, I gave my prediction. They they call the code on his flatline, and they're going to revive him, and it'll be totally okay. Maybe he'll have amnesia. Bobby will be totally fine, except he has amnesia. <laughs> this is the only time that dead air is acceptable <laughs> just to make me feel as uncomfortable as possible about my prediction I'm just drinking a glass of wine and surveying my kingdom <laughs> oh. alright well any final thoughts feelings concerns hopes dreams wishes complaints um i feel like we've begun all the thoughts in my case what about you guys i guess i hmm i think that's about it What's the next episode called? Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, God, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, just straight I up? I knew that was going to be your reaction, because that was mine. <laughs> yep, that's how they're bringing the season back after the season, after the mid-season finale. You know, you got to keep it lighthearted. With, you know? ki- with an episode about a kid. Yeah. All right, Travis, 
What's adventures in babysitting about? <sighs> okay. <laughs> Sam and Dean get tipped off about a job and they have to go retrieve something and deliver it to someone else. But the thing is, is they go retrieve it and the thing that they retrieve is very empathetic and adorable. So they hang on to it for the rest of their adventuring time. What is that thing? <laughs> it's a baby Yoda. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. I see what you did there. Yep. I see what you I was going to let you fall into that one yeah. by yourself. I haven't seen The Mandalorian because I don't have Disney+. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> ben, did you see The Mandalorian? I don't even like Star... I don't even like Star Wars, and I like The Mandalorian. Of course. It's good. It is so good, and season two is about to come out. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know if Supernatural is going to turn into The Mandalorian before The Mandalorian is out. Was out by several years, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week on Hey Ass Butt. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, of course, check out our website, www.habcast.com, where you can find links to all of our social media at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram, and Hey Ass Butt, a supernatural podcast on Facebook. We also have a Patreon page where for $3 a month, you can get access to our the other show we do called Let's Shag Ass. Patreon-only bonus show where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. Most recently, we did Cry Wolf. Um, We've also done Thomas Kincaid's Christmas Cottage, uh, New York Minute. These are all Jared Padalecki vehicles. Uh, (laughs) We've also done done other things, too. uh, Stonehenge Apocalypse and Devour. Yeah. Yeah, so... And the X-Files. If you enjoy hearing us complain about bad things, check out LSA. Check out Let's Shag Ass, because that's almost what the entire the entire yeah. show, what every episode is. Yeah, pretty Not much. Very every rarely do we watch something good. <laughs> Very rarely. Um, In fact, if you have any good suggestions, hit us up yeah, on Twitter. Please, God, let us Facebook, know, please. Um, Carrier Pigeon bomb strike something let us know that you're out there yes um but yeah uh until next time have fun and don't die bye
I cool. 100% almost went into our, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs>